This is Dr. Will Wong, and you're listening to Motivation and Muscle, streaming radio 24-7, with your host, Eric Fiorello. Bravo! The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today, believe it or not, is the 12th of April 2019. We're almost in the middle of April. I mean, you talk about flying. I was talking to the guy. We've been having a lot of rain here again. I want to get my garden tilled because I'd like to get it in early um, and have a great one this year because, as everyone knows, if they listen to the show, we had so much rain it killed Everything I had, I've never had that happen, but, you know, you think about the farmers. They took it on the chin, too. But that's one of the things I really look forward to. You know, you're bringing life into the world, and you take good care of it, watch it grow, and it produces food like crazy. It's it's some great, great stuff. If you don't or haven't ever gardened, I would encourage you, even if you plant a few tomato plants, starts tomorrow like that. Coming from an Italian family, watching my dad every year and helping him. I, I, out of everyone, my sister does a little bit, but out of my other brothers, uh, it's myself and my sister. But I put a good-sized garden in, and there's nothing like going out, grabbing a tomato with a salt and pepper shaker and eating it like the old Italian guys used to do when they were pulling everything out. Everything is just so good like that. So I tell you to do that. Take a shot at it. Also, too, um, take a deep breath. Through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat after me. I am a champion. I am a winner. I am unstoppable. Why? Because that's how you live your life. If you start buying into these principles, these standards, I promise you it's not going to happen overnight. Invest in yourself. Take a big shot on what you want to do. Believe in yourself. There's so many people that will not risk anything. This goes for everything. Take a risk. Go start that business. Go after that relationship you keep asking everybody about. Go buy that car if that's what you want. Go build that house. And you need the enthusiasm. You need the confidence. This is what you do. Those three lines alone will start building confidence right away. Same in the morning. Same before you go to bed. And the best thing to do is take a white pad and a blue pen, and it has to be that way, and write them down constantly. You watch TV, sit there and constantly write them down. Write them to your fingers feel like they're going to break. I'm telling you, we've been doing this on my solo shows, and we're going to keep getting into this more and more, and we will hit it today for sure. I don't know if I'll have it up tonight, but I'll tell you what. Tomorrow, you'll hear my new solo show called Gut Thought. A lot of it's going to be some of the premise tonight. I'm going to bring uh, this super strong woman, and we got Kara Shaw on and momentarily coming in. And we're going to talk about a real interesting topic. First, we're going to update what she's been up to. 
But we're going to talk about a topic called Forged. And uh, we've been talking for a little while here. She knows exactly where we're going to go. We don't know totally how many uh, twists and turns. This is very, very interesting stuff. So stay tuned momentarily. Go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions, Inc., that is our premier product. There's 14 modules. I speak through every one. It's worth every dime there. You've got a lifetime of training there on those modules. So go out and take a peek and purchase it. It will be just a great, great thing to keep rolling with. Also, too, um, our Prosperity Conscious page on FiorelloBarbellCo.com. There's a $25, $50, and $100 investment in us. It goes right to my PayPal account. And, you know, that's pennies because you consider most people with successful podcast shows, they charge subscription. So break any of those numbers down over 12 months. Uh, you're drinking coffee pretty much. Okay? Here, you're really getting some tactical stuff. You're getting, you know, you're getting authors, our family here, from all walks of training that really are giving you so much knowledge. And I think that, you know, nothing is nothing's free in the world. And I feel, you know, we might not be as big as X, Y, Z, but I'll tell you what, we will. And we will go buy them. Why? Because not only the optimism I have, we've got this driving force here like you wouldn't believe. It's like the old snowball going down the mountain. What does it keep doing? It keeps building bigger, bigger, and bigger. That's what we are, and I hope you'll. I encourage you to get involved here. Also, too, uh, go out to motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Go out and look at all the shows Kara and I have done. We'll be doing many more, I'm sure, down the road. Um, just great perspective, great training. You know, I love having her in here among there's some other great women that are on here. Um, I feel it's very, very important to – get their opinions, their views, whether they're the same as mine or 180 or 360 different, because everybody does things in their own way, and you can get so many tips from people that you might say, geez, I never thought of that. Well, that's why we are where we are and who we have on here, and that's what I love about all this whole M&M family. Next, go out and sign up for a free newsletter on MotivationMuscle.com. Um, it goes out to my MailChimp account, and you know, content rich, we are like top gun. Um, you'll get whatever I've got out there in your inbox. Also, too, um, don't forget, invest in advertising here. Go out to motivationandmuscle.com. I guarantee you, I'll give you much more, believe me. And I want to see both of us make money. That's the idea here. We want to make money so we can go out and do things. Because as I tell people that want to go out and save the world... If that's what you want to do, very noble. That's what works for it. But to do any of this stuff, and I want to break it to you in case nobody has, you need to have money. You need to have money to travel and promote what it is you're doing. Hopefully you might get some sponsorship and all that. But initially, to get your causes going, you have to have cash. And anybody tells you different, you need to go find a new set of friends, okay? We'll leave it at that. Also, too, don't forget about my YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. And on that note, I am going to give you a little information on Kara here. Number one, she's a podiatrist, entrepreneur, competitive power lifter, and strong woman. And, you know, everybody knows um, 
she's accomplished an awful lot. And, I mean, you know, you talk to her offline, too. You know, her resume is very impressive. But the thing I really like is, you know, we are talking about the dedication, you know, the hours to put into a business. You know, training, too. It all goes across the board. She's got it. A lot of people I talk to that are in this profession still don't have it, okay? And a lot of them are scratching their head. Geez, I, I can't seem to make any money or this, that, and the other thing. Well, the first thing you got to do with anything you do, and this is a relationship here, business, gym, commit. If you can't commit and walking with a burning desire, you're not going to go anywhere. And that's just something we'll get into, too, I'm sure, today. So, Kara, I know that was long, but it's always an honor, and welcome back to the family and Motivation Muscle. Thank you, thank you. It's so good to be back on. Well, before we get started, if you got any websites, anything coming up, hit us with that, and then let's get right into, you know, the powerlifting meet, what you've been up to, and then we're going to smoke right into Forge, please. Fantastic. Um, just give a shout out to the gym that I train in, SW Fitness. Um, it's a bodybuilding weightlifting gym. Um, so yeah, just give a wee shout out to that. Well, that's, you know, it's very important. Atmosphere, 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 and you got to have that. You know, now, I know that the last time we spoke, you were getting ready for a meet. Um, why don't you give everybody an update on the meet, how you did in it, and what's coming up? We know, well, you told me, the British and European Championships, but to fill everybody in, and, and then we'll get started on Forged, please. Okay, um, well, on January, I changed federations of the powerlifting that I used to, I used to have for the GPC, and I moved to the BPU, so it was all new, I got a new coach, um, Delroy McQueen, so basically from January right up until now, I started a journey in a new federation, which had different, not different rules as such, but they worked differently to the federation I was in, and I started a, a brand new training programme, which was so tough. At some point, I actually thought Delroy was trying to kill me. Um, <laughs> I was like, is he trying to kill me? Like, what, what, why? I'm, I feel like I'm going to die every day. Every day, I just felt like I'd been hurt with a bus. But, um, yeah, so basically, i done that. And two weeks ago, I went down to my first ever competition myself, um, travelling down, flew down to London, totally hate flying, but thought, no, stuff it. You're booking a flight. You're going on that flight, and you're doing yep. it yourself. Yep. So my first flight alone went down. Um, weighed in at a weight category below um, what I'd basically been competing at last year um, competed that weekend and I totally smashed it um, I got an invite to the British and the Europeans full power last year I was only doing it deadlift only because my squat and my bench just wasn't quite there um, but I've came on so well with this new programme um, so yeah, qualified for the British and the Europeans British is next month and the Europeans is middle of June. So now I'm just getting my head back into it, getting back into training and just yep. seeing what I can do at these next two competitions. Well, I'm sure you will. I mean, you know, like you said, I remember reading that you didn't like flying and stuff. But you know what the greatest thing is? You got on the plane and did it. And and this oh, is... I was dying. I was like, I was so terrified. That was, yeah. I didn't want folks seeing me panicking. So I just yeah. got on there, put my headphones on and just dealt with it. That's... Yeah. That's it. It's the best way to face up to things is just jump in, go and do it, face your fears. Oh, I love it because that's what I was just going to say, face your fears. It's like, um, and this this breaks right in the forge. Unless, do you, is there anything else you want to say, Kara? 
No, that's basically an update of what I've been doing and what I've been working towards. So, yeah. Well, that's awesome stuff. And this, I thought of her last night when I, you know, I knew I had to come up with a topic. But, you know, I give everybody, you know, that's what I said to her. Do you got something? You know, if you got something, you're always welcome. We'll figure something out and, and well it. And that's why I got to tell you, this is why these shows are so damn good because, usually it's a topic and it's like we got to run with it and anybody that's on here with me is just fabulous um because i've had people say to me well i need 10 questions i said well then you need to go to another podcast because oh definitely definitely you you and i both know i've listened to enough stuff you can tell when that stuff is all pre-set up and it's like that doesn't yeah. you know but forged it's very interesting um i was telling kara and you know you just heard what she said she had to face that fear and this is a big piece of forged forged lately and everyone knows for the last seven months now i've been going after my subconscious mind we call it as doc ridge said innate intelligence you know et cetera, et cetera. there's a lot of different names and I'm doing so much rewiring. I'm doing so much with intention. You hear me say, you know, I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. And you've heard me say many other things. We've been running now bumpers in the front with different people. And maybe I'll talk to Kara after. I'd like her to do a bumper if she wants to. Um, Just incredible stuff. And this is an upheaval I've been doing to myself. And I mean an upheaval because... Think about the habits and the patterns you've had, say, for 20 years. And you're used to these things. And, you know, the thing is now we see so many people, they're very comfortable. We know how we have a society now that rewards uh, mediocre, mediocrity. All right? And there, there's no – there's I, no. I'll argue anybody with that. Um you know, the old everybody gets a trophy syndrome. Um, don't talk to me harshly. Um, I heard a thing which really made me get uh, not only kind of sick but a little angered. They had a thing on about the New York Yankees. Everyone knows I live in Albany. That's upstate New York. The Yankees are downstate. And um, sports, like everything, is kind of going that route. I, I think a lot of stuff to me is um, – uh, I don't know, choreographed, prearranged, whatever. We just talked about that with the show. I won't do it. And you only see people when they're at their best. You don't see them like, you know, when I've been down on my knees in tears where I feel like I've gotten broken right over the head. But you know what? I love it now more than anything. I define myself like that. I love the idea of, okay, are you going to go out today and make good or are you going to get your teeth kicked in again? What are you going to do? Well, it happens more so than it doesn't that I get my teeth kicked in. Most people wouldn't even admit to that. But let me tell you something. That forges an inner body inside you, a craft, this this never give up. Do you remember? I, I, I was out looking at all the Rocky movies because everyone knows how much I love Rocky. And in the first movie... Round 14, you know, Stallone, you know, Rocky was getting blasted all over the place. And he got hit. I think it was an uppercut. Down he went. And he could barely see out of his eyes at that point. And Mick's yelling to him, stay down, stay down, stay down. 
Apollo Creed is standing there with his hand, arms up in the air. I win, I win, I win. I think it was to the count of seven, Rocky gets up. And he's standing in that corner, and he puts both of his hands up with his fist facing the, the, the outside, you know, where your knuckles are, the outside of your hand, both of them up by his face, and he says to him, come on, like that. And, and Creed's shaking his head. Well, he draws him in, and, of course, he breaks Creed's ribs. It goes in the 15th round. If you want to know what happens, if you've never seen that, I would tell you to go watch it. That's my point. That is my point with Forged. He got up. You have the opportunity every day of your life to get up, to forge something that no one else will do, that people will put you down. They will question your motives. They'll say, I love to hear it. People say to me all the time, you're crazy. Crazy? What am I crazy about? You're crazy going out 20 ball weather and working out. You're crazy going out and walking stones through snowstorms when you can't even walk. You're dropping the stone all over. You can't even hold the damn stone because you got ice freezing to your flannel shirt. That's not crazy. That is someone that is forged, that steel base inside of you. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to wherever I'm going to go, and I'm going to win. And if I don't, I'm coming back again. It's all yours, Kara. Totally, totally agree with that. Um, we were speaking a bit about that um, before we come on the show. Um, and that's that's kind of attitude I have. I mean, everybody has their meltdowns. Everybody feels like giving up at times. But then you've just got to sit there and think, no, like, no, you've just got to keep fighting. I'm, I, I suppose it's your per, your persona, it's who you are. Do you give up or do you fight on? Yep. When um, in December, I was nearly giving up powerlifting. Um, obviously, folk knew I was in a relationship with a man that got me into powerlifting. That relationship ended. And I just thought, you know, just sometimes a clean break, just away from everything. Should I pull out a powerlifting? Should I do that? Blah, 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 blah. And I thought, no. Out of that relationship, I took, I met some really amazing people and I got, I found a passion in powerlifting. I love yeah. it. I absolutely love it. And I'm like, no, why should I give up something I love? So then I say, can I dwell a wee bit? And I thought, do I give it up? Do I not? And then I thought, no, let's do it. Let's do it. So I went into my new gym, bearing in mind it's a bodybuilding gym. There's no powerlifters in there. So they lift totally different to me. I just, I slag them all, telling them the bodybuilders do half reps as powerlifters do full reps. They do half. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I, I'm in this new gym. Didn't really know anybody. Undertook this new program. And it was tough. It was tough. Don't get me wrong, I smashed my program. My program was like 12 weeks leading up to my competition. I think it got to about week eight. And I thought, fuck, I am struggling. I yep. am struggling. Yep. I think there was one day just the gym just did, I was pure smashed. I was all chuffed and everything right up to this. But it was like week eight or nine or something. And I stormed out the gym in a huff, like launched my belt, had a big tantrum and thought, stuff this. Yep. And I left the gym and I messaged my coach and he's like, Cara, look at everything you have achieved so far. Have you pulled those weights for reps before in the gym? No. And he's like, right, okay. Look at how you were doing the beginning of the programme to what you are now. So then you sit down and you go, do you know what? No, I had one shitty gym session. One shitty gym session. So what he done is he's like, I want you, you're not getting away with not doing that gym session. So he made me go back in and do the gym session. I totally smashed it. Went back in, different mindset, de-stressed, totally smashed the workout that I was struggling to do. Yep. And then I say, I went down to my competition. Biggest fear of my life was basically booking this flight, booked the flight down there, 
going down alone. I met a couple of folk down there who really helped me and they honestly they went out their way to, to really help me and I'd have been lost without them and I'm so grateful that they did help me. And then my lifts didn't go to plan. I did miss a couple of my lifts. But I totally smashed my competition. And see, at the end of the competition, I actually, I phoned my friend, Sinead, and I was crying down the phone. <laughs> but I was crying with happiness. And I was, like, phoning her. And I was like, I'm I'm so happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm crying. I was like, I don't know why I'm crying. She's like, it's because of what you've just achieved. Like, you've done so much and you've yeah. smashed it. And I thought, you know what? Bam, right there. That's why you do not give up. This is why you do it. This is why you do what you do. This is why you don't give up. And this, that, that's, that's, it's just, that's what keeps me going. You, you sit there and you do things, things hit you back. You have your wee breakdown, you pick yourself back up and you get right back into that. You face your fears, you go down and do it. I mean, I'm a nervous wreck come competition day. I sit in competition day thinking, why the hell am I doing this to myself? Yeah. I'm an absolute nervous wreck. I'm terrified of stepping on that platform. But see the minute my name's shouted, Bam, totally changed. I got on that platform and I do what I need to do. And as I say, at the end of that competition, I just thought I qualified for the British, I qualified for the Europeans, and this is why you do it. This is why I didn't give up, because the glory I got out of the end of that competition and the achievement, I felt so proud of myself. And I thought, yeah, this is it. Well, so, yeah, that's... Yeah, no, I, that's incredible, because I'm going to ask you this, and you and I both said a lot about it, but... I'm going to ask you this directly. What do you think it is, and it's not all of us, but the ones that stand out? And you know something? I don't care um, if you win, you know, WSM, you know, British Best, whatever it is. I don't care if you win the, the, the meet in your backyard with 10 people, all right? We know what this involves. What do you think it is, Kara, that's in you? I mean, I, and there's so many things in all of us, but... Is there one thing that stands out to you why you have this ability to keep fighting on? What is there any is there any one word you can think of? Um I'm pro I'm trying to think of the word. Um it's not stubborn. I'm very um I don't like to be defeated. Yeah. That's one thing. I hate being defeated. I'm very, I'm, I'm very, I'm naturally competitive, which is a thing I have to, I've mellowed down a lot. I used to go into a competition or when I started lifting, I'm like, I want to beat harder. I want to beat them or what are they lifting? I want to lift more. Now when I go into competitions, I've got a mindset where I'm competing against myself. Yeah. That competition I went to there, that was, I was there to get my numbers. That was it. I wasn't there to give a... I didn't give a toss about what anybody else was lifting. I was there to get my numbers. But me, I'm a naturally... I'm, I'm a very competitive person. Yep, yep. If I what? go into the gym and we're doing stuff and they're like, oh, they lift, they done um, hip thrust with the 80 kilo dumbbell or whatever, I'm like, well, I'm doing 100 kilo. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just me. Like, I naturally... I've got this burning inside me. Like, what did they do? Right, well, I'm going to do it better. Like, I do have this, this thing. But then it's not just with other people. I've got competition within myself. Well, and you it's gotta, like if yeah. I do something, yeah. I want to do it better next time. That's just me. Um, so yeah. I think I it's probably more I'm a, I'm a competitive person, yeah. but not in a horrible way and not in a way with other people, but I am a competitive person within myself. I will set myself challenges. I have life goals for myself. Yep. I have goals that I've set myself for this year. I think it's just that's that's just it's my personality of who I am. Yeah. And I think that's probably that that's that keeps me going and that is what makes me just 
so fiery and so determined to get what I want to get. Keep telling my friends, we keep with me and my friend Sinead, um, she's injured just now. She's joining the BPU as well. She's my powerlifting buddy. Yep. And I go up and meet up with her every now and again and we train together, which is great. She's, oh, I, that girl is just amazing. And she totally knows how to fire me up and everything. She's coming to the British with me. Nice. Um, but we just keep saying we are up and coming powerlifting legends. Our names will be known. That's it. Well, not only that, you know, you, you can tell you got attitude and you got to have attitude. All right. Oh, you've got to. I mean, I've got my nerves. I've got my, I've well, got my doubts. I've got everything like that. But you know what? No, stand out. Go down there and stand yeah, out. Yeah, get your name yeah. known. Get people knowing you. That's that's it. Well, how many times? I know how many times I said to people, they're like, we'll be talking about stuff, and I'm like, you know something. If you don't think enough of yourself to say those things, nobody else is going to give you a compliment like that. Very few no. people are going to give you compliments in life. Their whole objective is to tear your face right off you and put you down. And, I, you know, I look at the way I've been thinking quite a bit lately. It's not only that attitude and you just want to compete, but it's like, you know, bring on more pressure. You know, when you're outside there and you're alone and it's like, you know, some days, man, like you said, you know, you threw your belt, you walked out. Well, you, you got to come back in and you made the best and you had a great workout. Same thing here at times. But what I'm finding now more than ever is I'm taking that whatever's going on that day around me or whatever I'm doing and it'd be like, okay. The alarm clock's got to wake me up. I don't have anybody coming in and, you know, uh, kicking the corner of my bed and say, okay, champ, get up. <laughs> what I have to do is when that alarm clock goes off, I put my feet on the ground and say, okay, champ, opportunity's calling you. Get up. Now, I'll be honest with you. I'll be sitting on that side of the bed sometimes for like a minute or two. All right? I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, and, I know, and anybody tells me I've never thought of this, I'm like saying, well, is this worth it today? Well, yeah. I, I don't have to ask myself that twice because I'm up, standing up, and getting ready to go, okay? But these are all things that go with being forged. This this toughness you have to build, it's the ultimate toughness that most people, and this is true. I mean, I know, and I know studies, and I've seen human nature, and I'm studying the brain more and more. Most people would love to do what Kara does, would love to do what I do here. But you know what? Maybe 1% if that is going to step up and even go after e either one. All right? I now, agree with that. I mean, I see it in my yeah. work. Um, obviously, I'm a podiatrist. I deal with a lot of people with a lot of complex health needs. Yeah. I will have someone come in. I mean, not all patients are different, but I will have a person I have to go out in a house call. They are stuck in a chair. They have carers in. They maybe have severe complex needs they're taking their medication they're yep. sitting there dwelling in life then i've got the one that's got the same condition and the same state as that other person they've got their zimmer they yep. are getting out that car they are making their way into that clinic they do not moan they tell me they are grateful that they have managed to make it out of bed in the morning they yep. are grateful that they even they might not manage their shopping today but do you know what they made it outside and they'll go back home and rest and that's when you see it, is that's the person that's got the, the determination of getting out. They don't want to sit in a chair for the rest of their life. They want to come out, they want to come to clinic. It may be struggle, but it may be take them so long and so much hassle to get out of that house, but they'll do it. 
Yeah. And that's what you see. It's just, it just depends. There's, you, you, there's people out there that will just, they just don't give up. They don't give no. up. They've just got that fire inside them and they don't give up. But then there's, a, then there's others that will just cash it in and blame the world and you and I for everything. That's it. That's it. And they'll just sit there and dwell and they're so negative. And we were talking about that earlier on, about negative people and like surround yourself with negative, negative people. And yep. that drags you down. It yep. really does. And yep. I try and distance myself from negativity. I just don't, I don't like being dragged down. I don't like to dwell. Yeah, I have my meltdowns. Me and my friend Sinead, we're always snapping each other. We have daily meltdowns, usually due to diet, because we're the two are an absolute nightmare of trying right, to stick right. to diet plan. Yep, yep. But you're positive. You're, I'm grateful for what I've got in life. I'm grateful for my, my work, which I've, I've built up myself. It's myself I've got to thank for that, but I've got my business that I've built. I've got my honours degree. I've got my job in the NHS. I've got my two beautiful dogs. Yep. I get to go to the gym. I'm now competing. I'm surrounded with great people. Yep. So, yeah, I think if you surround yourself with positive people and just, yeah, rather than surround yourself with negativity and folks that just sit there and dwell and just moan about everything in life, and no matter what you do to them, they will still never be happy in life. No, no. And you, did you ever notice, too, you know, like we said, like minds attract like minds, and that's all you're going to have around you. It's like... Oh, definitely. I, I told Kara when I when we first came on, you know, not only that place that I work, never just never a, a good thing. And, and, you know, people have nothing good to say about other people. It's like that's even worse, okay? But my whole point is this, and most people don't think of this consciously. Um, I've said this before out of Think and Grow Rich, Earl Nightingale. What you think about most, you're going to get whether you want it or not. So if you're thinking about all the bad things that are going on, at least to you, the way you presume it to be, what, don't get upset while well, you're going to, like, when you slip and fall and break your ankle, or you go out to go to work and somebody rear-ends you. There's no coincidence to this stuff, because you're emitting these type of waves out into the world. I'm telling you right now, and most people I've talked to are like, where are you coming up with this? I said, go out and read things. Go out and read Think and Grow Rich. Go out and listen to Earl Nightingale. Go out and listen to people that constructed. Go out and read about Andrew Carnegie, how he came up with all these things. Henry Ford, this was all stuff that was known, okay? And the thing is with all this stuff, it goes right into your lifting. If I think I'm going to have a shit workout, what am I going to have? I'm going to have a shit workout. Maybe, you know, I do the stupid thing because of that, and I dump a 45-pound plate on my big toe, and then I can't train for a while. This stuff is for real. This is for real. I have friends of mine. I was telling Carol offline. Well, you know, I, I like so-and-so. Do you think um, I should ask her out? I said, um, you shouldn't be asking me that. You should go ask her out. Well, what if she says no? I said, women are three to one, my friend. Take the trip. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. Well, you know something there? And these guys were never snowflakes, but I notice in everything with a lot of them now, they seem less confident, and they'll tell me, well, I'm older. I'll tell you what the difference is between me and them. And these guys were all weightlifters. You know, I don't consider them candy asses, but here's the thing. I won't let myself get civilized. Well, what do you mean? Well, do you remember in Rocky Three when Clubber Lang came to the monument they were putting up for Rocky and he announced his retirement 
and he said to him, you know, you're a paper tiger and blah, 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 blah. Mick takes off. Mick's back at their mansion. Rocky's like, why'd you do it? He says, because you can't win, Rock. He said, he'll kill you within three. And he goes, you're crazy. He goes, what else is new? And they sit down, and he said, hey, look, two years ago, you had a cast iron jaw. You, you Nothing could beat you. But the worst thing happened to you that happens to a lot of fighters and people, you got civilized. And the thing is, that's why I put myself through living hell sometimes, over and over and over. And when I fail, you know what I do? I start right from the get-go again. Why do you think I talk about basics with squat, deadlift, bench, if that's what you choose? I like overhead. You start again. You start again. That will keep you get having that edge. This is why, you know, I was telling Kara this too, a little bit of it. This is why I kind of have trouble relating to people in my age group or younger. Why? Because I don't see things the way they do. I guess that comes from entrepreneurship. It comes from a different belief system. But it comes from getting my face kicked in so many times. So many times they would have walked away and said, why do you do it? You know, I tore the bicep in eight in Iceland. Why do you want to get ready and go do that again? And I'm saying to myself, why the fuck not? Why? Life's too short. Life's too short and it's far too precious. You have to take on every opportunity that you can get. Yep. This is why you can't sit and dwell in life. You can't. I mean, I say everybody gets down. Everybody gets sad. Everybody goes through periods of, oh, why am I doing this? But I see, I, I, th- I just think if you get an opportunity to do something, you need to do it. I see folk that are genuinely confined to chairs because they're 40 years old. They've got severe medical conditions that they are confined to an yep. absolute chair. It's not, they've not got that option of fighting it or sitting down yet. They're just, they're defeated in a chair. You sit there and think, oh, my gym session went shit today. Oh, yep. really? Yep. That person can't even walk to the toilet. I know. Do you no know what shit. I mean? And it's like, nah. Get back in there and do it. Like my squat, squat was one of my weakest, weakest events. I hated squat, absolutely detested it. Couldn't hit for depth, anything. That, when I first started, it was, I've been doing powerlifting a year and a half. And when I first put a squat bar on my back, yep. you're lucky if I could get to 40 kilo for depth. Couldn't yep. do it. Yep. Then it was 50 kilo and then it was like in wraps and things for 60. I think I managed 71 time after doing it for about a year. See now, I'm over 100 kilo. Doing it now, I'm sitting, I'm analysing my squat. I will make one my squat, one of my, my strongest events. I'm sitting, I video my squat, I analyse it, I do a biomechanics assessment on myself. I'm trying to find my weaknesses and things. That's part biomechanics is part of my job as well. But it's very hard to try and do a biomechanics yeah. assessment in yourself. Yeah. But I'm sitting here and I'm like, right, how can I strengthen this? Right, I have a weakness here. How can I rectify this? And it's it's really benefiting in my training as well. My squat is coming right on. I mean, the fact that I've even got over 100 kilo on my back is a big dream for me. I always wanted yeah. 100 kilo squat, want this, want that. I was repping out over 100 kilo a few weeks ago in the gym. Yeah. It was 112 and a half. And I'm like, God, never in a million years do I think I would ever get that. Because at the point when I had 40 kilo on my back and I was barely hitting depth and I was struggling, I thought, stuff this. I think I'm going to go push-pull only. I don't like squatting. Yeah, yeah. But now it's coming on and you've just got to work hard on it. But again, that's my competitive side in me where I'm like, no, that's not going to defeat you. So I like to make goals. I've got my big goals and I've got my step, stepping stones to that goal as well. 
Um, the same with my deadlift. It's like one day I will pull a 200 kilo deadlift, but just now I've got my 150 kilo deadlift. Awesome. I'll then aim for my 160. I'll aim for my 170. And I'll just work it from there. It might take me two years. It might take me three. It might take me five. But I will get it. I will get it one day. Um, yeah. And you know what the great thing is you're doing, too? It's the good old word momentum. And you're doing it right where you keep building the base. And it's definitely. like it's like you're never going to lose that. And, and this is what people, you know, there's no quick fix to anything, all right? Like, I love to hear these people say, and you, you hit it perfectly on the head, work hard. See, you don't hear yeah. that a lot anymore. The harder you work, the more successful you're going to be. The more you model your sex success off successful, successful people. That's why I tell people, read these authors, listen to these people, go look at this video, et cetera, et cetera. Study this stuff. Write it down. Well, you know, there's a guy, I'll tell you, and I'll give it right to you, is this. This local bank that I do all my banking, all right? And I don't know how we got talking one day. And he was talking about business and all this stuff. I said, you need to go and buy the classic from the 30s, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich. That was the book that Andrew Carnegie um, uh, employed him to write, and it took him decades, I believe it was, to do it. He interviewed every tycoon of that era, okay? Now... He said, well, where would I get it? I said, well, you know, you can probably get it at the local bookstore. You can get anything off Amazon. Okay. <laughs> I asked him, uh, that was probably six weeks ago. I think I asked him like maybe three weeks ago, did you get that book? Did you read through it yet? Oh, no, no, I haven't got it. Well, he'll, ne- <laughs> he'll never get it, and I'll tell you no. why. And, I'm not, and I don't like being like this, negative about people, but I'll tell you why. Because... Whether it's the fear, which he's probably got, because a lot of people are afraid to be successful. How many people have you seen have been successful and lost everything? That's a fear, all right? That's definitely fear. How many people could go in and be the greatest power lifter, bodybuilder, strongman? They'd be on top for a couple of years, and then they'd be like, what happened to them? Well, I don't know. They had injuries, and then... XYZ happened, and I guess they just dropped out. Well, that stuff can happen, but I've seen a lot of good athletes go down fatally because they have um, paralysis of the mind, as I call it. Okay? Once that happens, you're finished. And I mean that. Unfortunately, I've seen people try to come back from that. You build these blocks all over the place that are almost unmovable. You might get some of them. But what do I say all the time near the end of the show? Frank Klein, when I was in college, he was my greatest business professor. He used to say, among many things, repetition, repetition, repetition. Okay? Everything is repetition in your life. When Kara goes to the gym and and blows 100, 100 kilos right off the floor, all right? Or I go and grab a 300 pound stone and walk it for 90 feet, all right? What is that? Repetition. You're building the mind. You're opening new pathways. Do you understand, folks? Everything is electrical in your body. You're building new pathways, new charges. Why not Definitely, do that? But you need to stimulate yourself to do that. Absolutely. You need to have that in. Yep. yep. See, see, there's times I sit here and feel like, oh, I'm done and I'm tired. I can't be bothered going to the gym. 
or my PT session. But I, I think every Thursday I get my leg session every Thursday, and I think every Thursday I walk in and I'm like, "Is it deload week yet?" And he just laughs at me and goes, "What the hell is deload week? Get in here and lift these weights." And he makes me do all these horrible, horrible weights and all these horrible things. Yeah. I feel amazing after it. But I walk in there with a mindset of, "Stephen, I need an easy week this week. I'm tired." And he's yeah. like, "Oh, are you? Are you really tired on here?" I'm not listening. He's like, you, you mope about like a teenager sitting there moaning and your face tripping you and yep. you moan and you moan and you moan, but you do it. And yep. then after I've done it, I'm like, do you know what? That was great. And I'm like, do you know if I came in here myself with that and kept that mindset of I can't do that, my training session wouldn't have been as good as somebody tell me, no, you can do it. And then me doing it and then feeling good. So you do, you need push, you need to push yourself. And that's it. The biggest thing is to push yourself when you're in that gym, push yourself to go. Many folk that you see that are in work and they finish at half five. Oh, I've not got time to go to the gym. All right, okay. You finish at half five. What do you do between the hours of half five and going to bed? You sit in your, your backside, you, you watch TV. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, no, yeah. you do half time. I worked, I mean, we were talking about the amount of times you work um, for building up a business. I was a beautician prior to being a podiatrist. I worked in salons. I'd done my homers. And then I went to university. So I, when I was at university... I was out for like seven in the morning, yeah. at least nine o'clock at night. At yep. that point when I was at university, I didn't train, but I worked all those hours, got my degree, was working more than full-time hours, was doing seven days a week. Yep. And then when I got my degree, I got my NHS job. I started working my self-employed business. This is when I started weight training as well. I still fit, I managed to fit all that in. I mean, I was doing sometimes 60-odd hours, 70-odd hours a week. Crazy, crazy hours, but I still fitted in my workouts. And now I've got to a point where I've built my business up so much. I've cut my NHS days down and now I try and take most weekends off. I do do a 12-hour shift Wednesday, Thursdays, and I'm knackered from them. But I'm now at a point where I can pick and choose my hours because I've done all the hard work. And I I see times I look back and I think, God, how did I manage to work those hours? Yep. Run a house, train, compete, do all that. And I'm like, God... My body must have been done in. And now, because I feel done in now and I'm doing less hours, um, but earning more money through my business because I've managed to build it up. So, yeah, as it's all about, you just do it. You just get it done. I used to laugh and folk like, I've not got time to go to the gym. And I'm like, I'm working to 8 o'clock tonight and I left the house at yep. 7 o'clock this morning. Yep. I'm still getting to the gym. How can you not get to the gym? So, yeah, it's all about your mindset, about how you just do it. You just yep. do it. You just fit it in and you just get it done. That's but- it. But the thing is, you know, you had the drive to keep doing it. And that's a big thing because, let's face it, that's a long day. Not only that, it's very physical what you do. And then you're going to the gym and being more physical probably. And, you know, then you got to get home. And, you know, all you want to do is hit hit the hay, you know, so to speak. Oh, yeah, I'm knackered. I fall into a coma most nights. Yeah. I'm struggling to sleep. I'm like, no, I just fall into a coma. My body's done in. I need my Epsom salt baths. Yeah, I need nice. everything. I'm knackered. I'm totally done in. And sometimes I sit and work, and it's like, today I'm like, I'm tired. And they're like, Carrie, you're allowed to be tired. You do a lot. <laughs> like, no, I know. And if someday there's another girl in my work that runs their own business, and I'm like, you're doing too much. They're like, Cara, you do too much. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the thing, though. But she's she's got the mentality of me. She she drives her own business. She runs, works in the NHS and things like that. And she trains as well. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's all about your mentality of how you can sit there and use all the excuses under the sun or you can just sit there and get it done. Simple. But everything you're doing, though, is kind of setting 
the other off. You know, that's what people don't get. You go to the gym, you have a successful day. You have a business, or you're out on the road like Kara doing things, obviously, with her business. These are these are pieces that fit together like a puzzle, and in my opinion, one without the other is going to definitely take away from what you can do or can do bigger. And you know, the mentality, obviously, and I can't speak for Kara, but if when you listen to this show, you'll pretty much understand it. And I'll give it right to her. It's like my mentality when people tell you to slow down. It's like never. You know, I'll know when I've got to slow down, all right? Maybe I'm a little tired today. Maybe we don't work 14 hours, say we work 11, all right? But obviously we know you got to take good care of yourself because if your health is not working, we don't get to do these marvelous things we get to do, all right? And enjoy them. And you have to be very cognizant of your health at all at all points. I don't care who you are, what age you are, because here's something real interesting. There's more millionaires starting in their mid-60s than any age bracket out there. Think about that. Now, obviously things have um, come about much quicker because of the digital age internet, but that was the last report I read. That's pretty interesting because you figure like this, they'll say, well, 40, you're finished. Really? Well, maybe some people are, but I'll tell you right now, I think at 40, you know quite a bit if you've been paying attention to what's happening in the world. You've worked a few places. You lived a little bit. You know, if you're astute and smart and you want to go out on your own, which I don't understand why anybody wouldn't, and I understand why they don't, but you know something? When you're 65, all that money supposedly you put in probably is not even going to be there, at least not in the country I live in, the United States. Um, you better not have to depend on somebody else to take care of you. That's why I love entrepreneurship. Yep, many have gone up in flames once or twice, and who knows, that could happen to me too. But you know what? You always can come back. Do you understand, folks? Come back, come back, come back. Like Rocky, get knocked down, get back up, all right? Like Kara, get knocked down, get back up. Same way over there, get knocked down, get back up. And I will tell you, I've staggered up at times, all right? I've told people, had such bad workouts sometimes, I shut the door and said, I'm never fucking going in there again. I'm not even halfway down the driveway. My head's doing a tailspin saying, what are we going to do when we go in there next time? And I want to say this to everybody. I'll give it right to Kara is this. You should remember this if you don't think about it. Remember that workout that you lose, you'll never get it back. Okay, so that Tuesday is never coming back again. Yeah, you got your whole life and whole future to make good, but never get in the habit of saying, well, I'll get it tomorrow. Okay, there might not be a tomorrow. You know, we didn't say anything, and I should have said it a few days ago. You know, we lost Dr. Ken Leisner, um, great writer, power lifter, very big in Milo. That's where I discovered him. Um, and I don't remember if he wrote for Hard Gain or not, but he used to write such great stuff about California and traveling with his buddy and his father's steel shop. And from what I was told, I think Dr. Ken was 72, and he died of an aneurysm. Boom. That's what I'm saying, folks, and I'm not trying to lay the gloom and doom on anybody, but you should really, as my mom says to me still and all my brothers and sisters, live each day like it's there's no tomorrow. 
There's an I awful totally lot. I agree with that, Erica. I yep. um, lost my dad. He was 50 years old when he died. Yeah. Um, that'll be 11 years ago this year. And as much as, I mean, I'm, I was really close to my dad and I'm, I was devastated that when he yep. died, um, I was only 20 years old. Yep. But I was grateful that I had such an amazing person in my life because he's had such an impact on my life. I mean, I miss him greatly. Yeah. But he was a guy that could do everything. My dad could sew, he could make curtains, he'd done up cars, he'd done up boats, he could do everything. He was just a man that done everything. Yeah, he got, yeah, yep. But he never went holidays, he never, we never really went anywhere like that. He never went out for dinner, he never done that. He literally worked on cars, went to his work, and then one day he got sick and he had back pain. Had that for eight months and then he got diagnosed as cancer and he died. He went through a battle and died a year later. I say it was horrible, but I'm so grateful I had somebody so amazing in my life. And then I sit and think back, my dad died at 50 and he'd never been out this country. We have a big world. We are in a huge world that I just want to explore. I've got places I want to go. And life is too short. It's too precious. You see it every day. Someone's been diagnosed with cancer. Somebody's just died suddenly. Yeah. What if tomorrow doesn't come? See if I ended up like, one of my patients that do end up ill and can find a chair, I would love to sit in that chair and go, do you know what, I've done this with my life and I've done that. And I took that chance rather than going, I wish I'd done that when I could. I wish i travelled here I know, I know. when I was healthy. You don't want to live a life like that. You enjoy every minute. You take every opportunity and just smash it. That's it. That's Again, I think that's what keeps me going. That's Because I think the last show we've done is what defines you as a, a person. And I think that's what's defined me as a person is, Losing my dad and just realising life is too short. Um, I could sit there and cry and greet and well, my dad died and dwell on that. But it's like, no, do you know what? He was an amazing guy. I'm grateful he was in my life and I'm grateful that I managed to call my dad. The fact that I got to call this guy dad and then I say he did lose his life really quick. He was cut far too short when he should have been enjoying life. But it's made me realise that I should be enjoying my life. Um, I say we were talking earlier on about doing being alone and becoming your own person and things like that and yeah. now I've developed in a person as I said I'd said to you when I was in my, my long term relationship for 13 years if you look at me then and how I've changed now and how I've developed into the person that I am um, it's just all about being alone developing as a person getting your own likes getting your own dislikes finding out who you are and just enjoying your life yeah well I'll tell you what I look at you know, my niece is with my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law, you know, played semi-pro football, all that stuff. He's a football coach and a teacher. And, you know, I hear how you're talking about your father, and that makes me smile because um, I think girls especially, it's very important to have a strong male in your life because I believe it forms how you look at men your boyfriends, maybe your future husband, when you have a strong male presence in your life, because I watch it with Dan and his girls, and it's a great thing to see. I mean, I, I know, like, I know they'll make mistakes, but, you know, they've always had strong uncles around them, and they have a strong male. My sister's fabulous, too, but I'm talking about the presence of a man, because a lot of that's been lost in today's world. And I know oh, definitely, definitely and, a right. lot of broken families and things yeah, out broken. there have not got that. Yep, yep. And and you know from how much you love your dad and how much he impressed upon you, those are things that you can't buy. That's no. what I'm trying to tell these people. Oh, you know, that everything's got to be this, that, and it. no, it doesn't. You know what? 
The best way to be is to concentrate on one thing, get great on it. Don't worry about all the other shit, all right? And relationships are vital, especially when they're siblings and fathers and mothers. And you see so many things, and I, I, I look at how lucky I was, and I look at, you know, we talk about, you know, Jimmy with muscular dystrophy. I watch, you know, I, I wrote a thing the other day. I was like, you know, Jimmy, I owe everything to Jimmy. This is why I'm sitting here talking to Kara right now. This is yeah. why we got FBC and Eminem. This is why when you see me scatter the Hulk all over the place, came out of Jimmy. This is what yeah. I'm saying. There's people that come into your life, like Kara's father. I watch Dan and the girls. Jimmy. These special people that weren't around. I mean, Dan's still here, and I hope he's here forever, but Jimmy was not around long. Carol lost yeah. her father young. But these flashes of light that come into your life that are so precious that, you know, I sit and talk about Jimmy constantly. I, 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 I tell my mother, and I know it gets my mother upset, and I mean, you know, her son. I say to myself, I'll be driving some days, and I don't know how, how it happens. It'll flash in my head, and I'll be like, I wonder what Jimmy would be doing right now. Would he have a family? Where would he be living? Would he be in New York still? I ponder those things a lot because, to me, he he brought so much joy. But on the other hand, I feel like in some ways he got the rug pulled right out from under him. But I don't have answers for that. And sooner or later, when we meet again, I will. But there's just people that bestow that type of love and leadership and you look at them that inspire you and you know we're just very lucky in those things and those are things some things things happen in life i mean life is life is cruel at times it really is and you can sit there and say oh why did that happen to him why did they have to die why did this horrible disease inflict on them but then you can't dwell on that you've just got to say well do you know what What's for you will not go by you. That was just what was meant to happen in their life, and you take from it the positives. Yep. I don't sit and, when I think of my dad, I don't sit and think of him ill. I think of my dad doing the stupid things that he used to do, <laughs> and my, he used to. He, my dad cursed and sweared. He swore so much. He just always swearing. Yep. Yep. And um, I think of him like that, and see the, the good memories that we have. Um, and I think that, like, I sit and think, oh, I wonder what my dad would think, because he's never got to see me become a podiatrist. He never yeah. seen me graduate from uni. He never seen me become a powerlifter and things like that. And I do sit and think, God, I wonder what you would think. Yeah. Like, what would he be thinking now? And I hope he's down up there looking down, feeling Oh, proud. he is. Sure. Like, even when I compete, I've got a necklace. My sister got me a gift and it was a necklace with these ashes in it. So every time I compete, that's round my neck. So yep. it's always a part of my dad. My dad's been all over the world. My dad's been in Russia. <laughs> he's yep. been in New York. Yep. He's um, came to every competition with me. Um, and that's that's my wee lucky charm and I've got that on that's, I sit there and I hold it and I'm like right come on keep positive keep positive your wee daddy's looking down on you and that's what, that's what keeps me going um, as I say that's always around my neck at every competition um, but yeah you've got to just you've got to not dwell on the negatives and just look at it as a positive and just take from it that you'd somebody so amazing in your life and the impact that they've had on your life by being in it well, I'll tell you what, when we talk about forged, I can't tell you how many times I've been in my gym and yelled my brother's name or, you know, Steve Jack or, or you know, um, Paul Anderson or any of these guys. Why? 
because you'd be amazed when you feel like you're going down and you'll yell those names. It feels like somebody fired electricity right through you. And I got to tell you, anytime I've done that, I've won. I don't say that's I, it. It's amazing just how much something so simple can get you on. I say, I'm in my gym's kind of they're now trying to they, they're yep. adapting to how I train. I scream, I shout at the bar. I call the bar names. I imagine every single person who I hate is sitting in front of me, <laughs> waiting on me, dropping yep. that bar. I yep. like to get slapped. When I'm yep. going for my big lift, I'm like, slap my back. Yep. And a lot of the guys are like, like they'll, they'll tap you and you're like, no, fucking slap my back. <laughs> I get as hard as you can. And it's, I just got to point my last competition. I had bruises in my shoulders where the yep. guy had hurt me. Yep. Um, yep. But yeah, so this, that's what I do. I mean, I get totally, especially my deadlift. I love deadlifting. It is one of the, my most favourite event. I love deadlifting. Yeah. Before I deadlift, I'm sitting there, I'm like, right, you've just got to pull this bar one. One rep, one rep, get it off the ground, one rep. Yep. Like, right, come on. Yep. Give me a big slap. I take my smelling stalks and I'm just like, and you just get absolutely fired up every rage. I walk up to that bar and I think, right, every single person I hate, they are sitting there, they are looking at me, they are wanting me to drop that bar. They are yep. wanting me to drop that bar. You will not drop that bar. And the minute I grip that bar, I pull it out and I just think, keep pulling and do not let go. Do not let go. They are wanting you to fail and I just pull it right up and then that's you. You get it done and it's amazing just how you get fired right up, how everything in your head, you can just, you can just totally psych yourself up and it just... That bar can feel so heavy one minute, and then the next minute you get fired up, and it just flies off the ground. Yeah. Well, it's amazing because we use very little of our brain. Just think if we used the whole thing, we'd be uh, glowing, I guarantee you. But, well, that's that. I mean, you look at when Eddie Hall um, yeah. killed his 500-kilo deadlift. He yep. went through quite a lot. Of, it was like a, a psychologist he spoke to because he said like he couldn't go in. With his normal mental state, he couldn't go in and lift no. that 500 kilo. It would be impossible. And it was um, the psychologist guy I was talking to was saying, you only use a certain amount of your brain. But he worked with Eddie to basically, because basically your strength, you can have the strength of a thousand men. Yeah. It's all mental. That's yeah. it. And he had to unlock that in Eddie's mind. for Because it was on his documentary and he was talking about how he spoke to this guy and how basically he worked with this guy to mentally prepare him for lifting 500 kilo. That's it. It is. The mind's a powerful thing. It's the biggest block. It's your biggest battle. with battling your own mind. But yeah. isn't it? Yeah, you learn definitely. how to psych it up and you find your way of getting that lift. You're unstoppable. Set. Definitely unstoppable. Well, the thing, the main thing, especially the mind, is you've got to learn through all this repeti- repetition is not only to quiet it when you're going to do things like that, but you've got to be able to walk in there and summon everything you've got, and it's absolutely amazing what you can do mentally. We're, not, we're nobody's close to tapping that. You see some of the the greatest things in the world being done, but just think of how much more. And when we talk about strength and power, when you summon it, you know, like when I do that, I'll yell, when I yell Jimmy or whatever, you know, they talk about the paradigm shift, which basically. Whatever you're concentrating on right now, that it, they call it like the black ball of negativity, you shift that by a name or the way you lift something, and then suddenly, as they say, the white ball of energy takes off. That is when you will do a 500-kilo pull. Yeah. That, you know, that is when that 400-pound stone that's been kicking your ass for a year, Kara said it. It comes off the ground and you yeah. pull it and you're like, 
There's no way. Is that stone really loaded to four? This is the amazing thing of mental energy. Um, Kara, anything you want to summarize? Anything you want to put out? Um, why don't you do that? And then I'll give all my uh, stuff and just hang on the line, if you would, please. Just basically, everyone, just have your goals. Have your goals. Write down your goals. Don't ever give up. Be Your biggest competition's against yourself. Be your own competition. Be the best that you can be, and you're never you're never going to fail. Stop comparing yourself to others. Be better for yourself. So say, write down your goals. Write down what you want to do. That's it. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing because it's um, there's an awful lot that goes into what we like to do, and that goes with everything. And it's just not going to be something where you're going to. Uh, you know, spit in the wind to put your finger up and say, okay, that's the way to go. It's not going to happen, folks. And I know a lot of people will tell you, you know, I, I got to laugh when you see these people. You only got to work three days a week to become real successful. You better prove that statement to me, and you better give me my refund back when it doesn't work. I mean, come on, all right? Nothing is made to be easy, but you've got to take the process Build some standards, live by them, and the rest is up to you. On that note, um, you're listening to Motivation Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Don't forget to go out to Fiorello Barbell at nightcap.rr.com. If there's a show you'd like Kara and I to do, just send a note. And I know we can give you whatever you want. It's pretty easy stuff. We love doing this stuff. Also, too, we're on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us a five-star review. That's what we've got. And we thank everybody for that. We're on Spotify. And we are on Google Podcasts, among many other avenues. But if you want to get Eminem in your car 24-7, you just have to go to AHA directory, which is pronounced AHA. Also, too, um, you know, if you go out into the gym or the concrete jungle, as I always say, and someone just needs five words to inspire them, give them that. You don't know what you're doing for somebody. You could be creating the next who knows what, and it's because you decide to be a little bit kind to somebody. My mom always said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day once again. You don't know what people are dealing with. And in today's world, it just seems like the crap keeps piling up. And that's a whole nother show in itself. Because if you want to become a winner, champion, and unstoppable, the body builds from the inside, not the outside. If you're taking everything from the outside world, you're going to be so damn unhappy. I, I read a thing that really upset me the other day. There's so much baloney going on in these schools. They said more kids at 13 years of age right now are committing suicide. And they attribute not only a lot of what is going on, uh, I'm not going to get into it, but a lot of it is sexual. Um, not good home support, um, et cetera, et cetera. And we hear this all the time here. The world is constantly doom and gloom. You know, there's some idiot here in New York that's saying, um, the world will end in the next seven years or less. Um, it's it, these impressionable minds, adults too. I mean, they're all on Prozac or whatever. If you're feeding yourself that type of material all the time, some bad things are going to happen. But it disturbs the hell out of me to hear those things. 13 years old. God, you ought to be out having a good time. Go out and be playing ball. Go out and weight lift. Go out and meet some friends. Have somebody you care about. But 
Jesus, man. Not kill yourself. Keep listening here. You won't kill yourself. You become the best that you could ever be, believe me. Also, too, um, let me see. Don't forget, if you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, press it, pull it, squat it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And the Hoosa Steel Crusher Stone says in blood red, domination, we are domination. We clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. No one will ever clip our balls. And as Russell Fur says when he hears our shows, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. It's more like a tidal wave, brother, getting higher and wider every day, and that's what we want. We want everybody coming in here. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Quitters never win. Winners never quit. My pop. Be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. Forged. John Ridge, my greatest chiropractor ever, would walk every patient to the door and say, keep smiling. Try that on your worst day. And I said, I walk around and just mumble that a lot of times. People are looking like, "Uh uh-oh. No, uh uh-oh. It feels damn good, and I wish you all had a chance to have have met John on the air, my dad and Frank. You know, like Carol was talking about, I'm telling you, salt of the earth, men, they worked hard for their family, they brought up good families, good people, and they were tough as hell. You know, my father, as I've said, he wasn't one to give out compliments a lot, and he wasn't a guy that was going to come up and hug you and say, I love you, I love you. He would do it once in a while, but you knew where you stood with my dad. That, to me... It's the most important thing in my life is to know where I stand with you. And if you don't want me around, I will gladly leave, all right? But it's very important to know where you stand with people, I think at least. Also, too, be a steward of strength. Don't stand on the side of the road and watch the world go by. Tell 100 or more of your friends we're coming because we won't kick your door and we'll blow the roof right off your house. Join our family. We'll be here for 30 years. You need us, and we need you, and we need to get these to your kids. You know, you guys can sit around and listen to these. Um, This stuff is so beneficial for young kids. We don't want to see 13-year-olds not wanting to live anymore. We want you all to grow into something bigger than life. That's so important. Also, too, um, Les Brown, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We believe in you, and we got your back. And before we say goodbye to Kara, remember this. You're all winners, you're all champions, and you're all unstoppable. That's what you need a diet of. And those around you that don't want to say things like that or put you down, as I say, put down artists, I don't care who they are. I've told you. You need to go find some new friends, a new circle, people that are climbers not bottom feeders, okay? That's what you need to do. Kara, smoke and show. We'll have this show up at the latest Monday morning, and I thank you for being on. Awesome. Thank you. It was so good being back on. You're welcome here anytime, believe me. So, for Kara Shaw, this is Eric Fiorello. As I said, it could be up Sunday afternoon or it'll be up Monday morning, but in the next few days, and I'll have mine up tomorrow, and we'll go from there. I believe... Monday, I have Sean Coleman on. He's a local guy here. He broke the record at 50 years old. He deadlifted at the Arnold, 860. He's a beast still, man, and that's called I Still Got the Edge.
I got the edge like I was talking about before, you know, um, like in Rocky. You know, you got civilized. We're not civilized here, but we're the best damn people you ever meet in your entire life. So, like I said, for Kara Shaw, this is Eric Fiorello. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Go out and do something great. That's what the world's asking you. You can ask the world, too, but it's a lot more fun helping somebody, believe me. So have a great weekend. Do something, and we will talk to you Monday. Thanks, everyone, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.